Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's a fact of life, an observation we've seen during these Krasner years and the following. Of course, the homicide rate, the devastation of that, particularly when it's people that had a long list of doing other things and then they do the ultimate, that's apparent. But what the most blatant with these Soros-backed DAs is that people can wrap around and see the effects of and just go, this is just flat out wrong. And that's not prosecuting even in the slightest retail theft. So in many cities, we've, including Philadelphia, we've seen the spectacle of places like a Target or a convenience store, whatever, putting everything under lock or key or chaining it up or moving Wawa, others from Center City, Philadelphia, you know, all over the place. And we've uh, talked with uh, Commissioner or Chief uh, McVeigh out in Ben Salem about some of the issues, Pat Malloy for at least five years or so over in Abington. And now this open letter to business people and citizens out there in Marple Township or the Township of Marple by the police chief there, Brandon M. Grafe, uh, here with us on Talk Radio 1210, gives me hope because. He underlines exactly the points that we've been talking about rather than just broadly this. He says in his letter, we're going to talk with him in a moment about it, businesses in these places like Philadelphia lock down their wares or close entirely, brazen and emboldened criminals bring their act to the suburbs. Dan, I'm not sure, just off the top of my head, making a guess. Marple, I think a Marple Newtown is the high school. So Marple, in my mind, it seems like it's 8 to 10 miles from the city line out there at Upper Darby or Philadelphia. Maybe it's more even. Is it part of Broomall or is Broomall part of Marple? Not sure, but distance-wise, if it is Broomall or not, that's got to be 10 miles. The point being, it's one thing if it's an Upper Darby if it's a Ben Salem, they're border towns. This is not. Let's go to the chief here on Talk Radio 1210. Chief, thank you very much. Thanks for your analysis. Thanks for joining us. So how many miles away from uh, Big Bad Philadelphia, where we are, is Marple? So as the crow flies, it's about six miles, so you're correct. Okay. Broomall is the post office. Marple Township encompasses several post offices, Broomall Media, Springfield, Newtown Square. So um, you put up the mug shots, and I have to – and what's the uh, population approximately of Marple, Chief? 
About 24,000. Okay. All right, so fair size, but still this seems to be, uh, because we know, as good as you might be, these are only the people caught for retail theft, uh, not the numbers that may be uh, doing it. And again, in addition to Philadelphia, you have some people on the blotter here from Ecuador, I believe. Yes, yeah, they were illegal aliens as well, uh, so, and which is part of our – we're seeing an increase in crimes of, of that nature as well. So you know, uh, Chief, in Philadelphia and uh, where I am, what we do trying to push back with Krasner, because this bleeds over into the suburbs also um, – Give us your rationale. Some places say, look, we're not going to expand all these police resources. You have one theft in here of only $110, another of 127 Why is it important to put the full court press on things like this? Because when you don't, you embolden the criminal element and maybe even people who are on the fence. If you don't, if you don't hold people accountable, if you don't arrest them, get them through the system, uh, you're just, it's just going to spread like a virus. And we, and I say we, I, I'm talking about Marple, my bosses, the Board of Commissioners, and it goes all the way up to our district attorney, Jack Stolsteimer, who is a big supporter of, of the police, of the community, such like we are. <laughs> so if you don't get a handle on it early, it's gonna, it'll spiral out of control real quick. And we're seeing that every day in cities all across this great nation. Well, absolutely. And uh, again, you talk, uh, probably do, we're very friendly with McVeigh and uh, Pat Malloy over in Abington, Ben Salem frequently on here. You're the first one in Delaware County. My hope is that that puts Marple on the map of uh, criminals saying, we're not going to go over to Marple. And then these other towns have to be equally speaking out, Chief. Yeah, and we do. You know, it's closed. You know, it's it's closed circles. You know, we 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 talk about it. We we come up, try to come up with solutions. You know, collectively. Uh, but you know, my take is, and I know I speak for other chiefs too. It's the communities that we serve, and where we work. They they, they deserve better. Uh, we deserve better, and we're not—we're citizens ourselves. We're, we're police officers and police chiefs, but we're citizens too. So we live it every day, just like everybody else. And our frustrations as to what what we see is allowed and tolerated in other communities—you know—makes makes me sick, and I know it makes others sick. Yeah, exactly right, though. But uh, to be bold enough to point where it inevitably points, and maybe you wouldn't be, but. Uh, even with candidates I've interviewed who are pretty tough, usually they don't point the fingers at the D.A. here. They try to make this like something that we don't know what the cause is. Why would these people be heading to Marple all of a sudden? I think you're right that in places like Philadelphia, et cetera, they really have cracked down. You can't get a, a pencil without someone having to have a lock and key. Yeah, and I'm not afraid to point fingers where the facts lead me, and it is a problem with lax prosecution. Uh, the, the, the police department in Philadelphia, I know, do, does what they can, but when you handcuff them or you don't even call them when someone steals $899, there's nothing they can do. Uh, the blame is at the feet of the prosecution in this case. And so. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to ask. So is it literally no tolerance on this? Uh, I mean, that's what they've told us over in Ben Salem. 
you're not setting a limit saying you're really bothering me as a cop. They stole 20 bucks or something. No, absolutely not. No, we, we, as I said in my letter, we have, I'm very proud of the partnership this police department and our officers and detectives have on, on the grassroots level with the businesses, big and small, in our town, from the, the, you know, the big chain stores to the mom and pops. Uh, we depend on them as much as they depend on us. And when they get that message, they're not afraid to call. They're, they're not going to watch somebody walk out their door with $500 in goods and say, you know what, I'm not even going to bother the, the cops. Uh, that's, that doesn't go on here. Uh, there is no bother because law and order is, you know, it just it, it lies at the, the core of our fabric in society. Without that, Everything else, you know, goes to, goes to pot. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Well, I, I share your reaction. You have to deal with it. So what's the reaction to this uh, open letter? It's addressed to township residents and business owners. But look, uh, Delco Times picked it up so everybody sees it. I hope more people uh, stand with this and write. What reaction are you getting? Uh, it, it's been pretty quick uh, just today, really. I mean, we posted this, I think it was Thursday or Friday, perhaps. And yeah, it, it, it didn't seem to get much traction. But as I, I, you know, I wanted it out there for our residents and our business owners, just so they know, you know, where we stand. I don't think there's any secret, you know, if you're from from Marple Township that you know where where I stand or where this police department stands on on law and order. But I just thought it was important to get it out there and just inform people because, you know, I I do things all over town and, you know, people talk. It's it's at the top of their list of concerns and and I just felt compelled to to, to just reinforce for 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 my community what we are doing on a daily basis. I'm glad you said that because that's my sense here in Philadelphia. Uh, People, you know, probably in Marple, thank God you're not going to see the homicide rate or something like that we have. But people sense that something is coming to their community that they don't like. And they know if not stopped at this point, it's not going to go away magically. It will just increase. Well, no, it won't. And exactly like you said earlier in your program, uh, you know, you got to fight it. You can't fence it in. And you're 100 percent right. You know, you can't try to isolate it and blame, you know, District Attorney Krasner, lax enforcement policies. You can't do that. You, your hands, we're hands on. We're on the ground and we have to do it. And we do it. As a team, truly, you know, with our, our partners in loss prevention in the stores, employees who see somebody stealing something, they know they're not afraid to call us. Uh, if I could just take for a moment, Don, anecdotally, just sure. go back to something you had said earlier about Marple being on the map for criminals to, you know, kind of w- hopefully wave the white flag and say it's not worth it. It's It's not worth it here or in Delaware County in general. But I, anecdotally, we, some of our officers, last year we had a record number of gun seizures uh, from really just from vehicle stops, proactive police work from our, from our officers. We had, I think it was 19 guns taken out of cars that, by the grace of God, weren't used in the commission of any crime. They were just proactive police work, car stops. And a lot of them were for vehicle stops that you police officers in Philadelphia wouldn't even be allowed to do, you know, headlight out, no turn signal, uh, tinted window, something like that. And we, we get these guns. 
and inevitably you'll get well you'll get maybe some other drugs or drug paraphernalia out of the car and and this goes for drugs and guns as well as thefts the some of these these criminals are express true shock and disbelief when the handcuffs go on them and the officer explains you're going to go get arraigned and see the judge they can't believe it and the words and i'm paraphrasing but oftentimes is well it's only a little bit of weed or it's only a it's only a, a gun i didn't even use it oh but it's God. illegally possessed they can't believe it right you know it, the same thing goes with the thefts but it's only four hundred dollars what do you mean i'm going to jail for this you i, I can't be it doesn't happen in the city <laughs> that's the no, headline doesn't. that is exactly yeah. the headline and uh, are you experiencing not just the headlight stuff, but my producer, Dan, sees, I live in the city, too, I see it, the number of cars driving around, sometimes without a license plate, or these paper tags that are from God knows where, so that are obviously bogus. You mentioned, um, uh, I'm glad you mentioned it, Dan is looking at me, uh, Chief, because I have a thing, the tinted windows, no good comes with this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm always suspect. I see you with massive tinted windows. I got to know the reason why. I know they're probably illegal. I know there are regulations on the amount of tinning. Yeah, there are, and 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 believe me, it's been a few years since I've been on the street. And there's we have a lot of good men and women here that know a lot more than I do about it. But anything after market is is illegal, and it is still a, a, a primary offense as an equipment violation in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. You know, when you get into Philadelphia, they make, you know, kind of essentially make their own laws or repeal their own laws and handcuffs the police. Well, not only that, you know, I've been on ride-alongs. I hate to come up on a ride-along as a cop, which is always tense in the pit of your stomach. You don't know what's happening. And if I can't see in the windows clearly, my God. Oh, it's it's dangerous. It's it's incredibly dangerous, and for not just for the officer, but frankly for the the people inside the car. If you're ever inside a car with dark tint, it's difficult to see at night. I mean, just from a public safety standpoint, forget a lot of the things that you may find, you know, it, you know, with that driver or the occupants or what they have in the car. Just the tint alone is a public safety problem. So the 19 that you referenced. You must be referencing it because historically, maybe back a few years ago when you were chief, it wouldn't be anywhere near that in a place like Marple, I would think. No, no. Uh, So I I became chief in 2020. And uh, before before that, and I'm not taking any credit, this is all the men and women on the street, you know, when we're when everybody's asleep. Uh, But before that, uh, we had. let me see here. I think it was we only had our, our highest year prior to 2022 in gun seizures was uh, 2021, which was three. And then before that, we had two in 2020, one in 2019. And I can't even find anything before that. There you go. Yeah, oh my God. How many this year was it? 19. Night last year, 2022, we had 19. Our officers wow. took 19 guns, and they were either stolen guns, uh, illegally uh, possessed, which means it was a, fe- uh, a, a convicted felon driving the car in possession of the gun, uh, or uh, I don't think it was any ghost guns, but they were illegally possessed or uh, stolen handguns. Yeah, and the, the headline, if I tell my colleagues over there at the Delco Times, ought to be these criminals saying, 
What do you mean? I only have one gun. It's not that big of a gun. I didn't shoot anybody with it. But it's illegal. What do you mean? Yeah, not, <laughs> not 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 the way they see it. They I'm truly shocked and disbelief uh, in, in some of them. And uh, you, 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 I can't believe it. You know, I've been in this business twenty over twenty six years, and it, it 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 you know you pull your hair out. You had to laugh, or else you pull your hair out. You know, with some of these things. Exactly. But, uh, my producer had a question. Dan, do, do you have historical stats on a retail theft as well? Because I'm curious to see how much that spiked. And, and follow up question on that: uh, You have the Philadelphians that have been committing these crimes. Have you seen a spike in Marple residents as well uh, because they see a, you know, a lack of accountability coming out of Philadelphia? Or is this just genuinely straight up Philadelphia residents doing all these crimes? Uh, I, what I can tell you, you know, again, and Dom touched on it earlier, these are the people that are being caught. And virtually 100 percent of them are, are, are identified by store loss prevention officers or store employees, you know, of course, who have no idea who lives where or where they're from. So the, I guess the, the short answer to your question, Dan, is there's no increase in, in our residents or, you know, even really even Delaware County residents, I'd have to look at my, mm-hmm. I'd have to look a little deeper, uh, but it, that, that remains pretty steady as, as far as I can tell. But uh, this spike, uh, just uh, what I, it's our thefts since just since last month were up 14%. Now, that's not necessarily uncommon. You know, we have the ebbs and flows. Uh, but through October of last year, uh, of through October of this year, compared to last year, we're up 54% in thefts. Wow. So, yeah, that's it's significant. And, you know, the stories are generally the same. You know, you have to qualify it. You know, you don't – so people don't get angry, but I, I don't I'm, – I'm past that. Uh, you know that it's it's generally generally the case people from Philadelphia. Another story, if you would permit me, from sure. our officers on the street. Uh, this was this was in October. A Burlington Coat Factory had contacted us to they wanted to do a blitz. They were getting hit hard uh, with thefts. You know, over the previous month or so. And, you know, we worked with them. Our guys that were working were, were hustling. I think they might have done in about three days. They did about, I think, five or six arrests. Uh, and most, if not all of them, were essentially homeless um homeless junkies from the Kensington area because our officers would ask them, why, why out here? Why are you coming out here? And they said, this is – not from them, but the officer or me, this is from the, the, the thieves and the junkies themselves. They're saying everything in Philadelphia is locked down. So the word on the street is we got to get out here because it's easier to steal. And do they get there by scepter? You don't know. I mean, is Marple have a um, septic? We do. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have septa lines. Uh, it's a combination of septa, but also they'll, they will get – you know, these junkies will get paid a small amount of cash or a small amount of drugs by someone who will drive them out uh, here, dump them off, tell them, yep. you know, go scoop handfuls of stuff and meet me in the parking lot. So if, you know, the the, uh, the, the, the junkie gets caught, the guy driving there, nobody knows any names, and they, they, they truly don't. 
I, I believe that. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Wow. You know, they don't go through formal introductions. Yeah. Uh, they just say, I'll give you, you know, a, a, a bag of dope or 20 bucks if you go do this. And then if the homeless guy or girl get caught, no skin off their back, they're, they're out, the, out of the way. Boy, Chief, uh, I'm so glad this negative and what you did about it brought you to us. And if there's anything we can do to support the police in Marple, we say that with Abington, Ben Salem across the board, though, you're on our radar. And uh, we encourage you, please uh, come back on and keep on doing what you're doing, uh, because I I think it's widely supported. Well, it is by the community, and that's what matters to me and to us. But we we can't do – we're just spinning our wheels if we don't have a supportive district attorney's office. And Jack Stolzheimer and his staff and prosecutors are – are top-notch, in, in my humble opinion. You know, they, they, they support us. They support the communities vis-a-vis, support mm-hmm. the law enforcement, um, and prosecute aggressively. Well, good to hear that. Uh, my uh, name is Jack Stolson, <laughs> not Larry <okay>. Krasner. <laughs> That's from a previous conversation <laughs> with Jack. Larry Krasner, I can tell oh, you that, that. That is good news. I'm glad somebody in law enforcement verifies that. Chief, thank you. Please, uh, you have Dan's uh, contact. Anytime you'd like to come on, we want to hear from you. I appreciate your time. Thank you. I will. Thank you. All right. There is Chief Grafe here on Talk Radio 1210. Dan, I didn't have to ask too much there. Uh, he uh, obviously wanted to talk in several of those stories about what goes on. It's not just Krasner. It's also uh, driving equity, the driving equity guy, Mr. Isaiah Thomas. People come out in the suburbs. What do you mean I got tinted windows? The tinted window sets me off because I know it's illegal. I know the hazard associated with it. And yet in Philadelphia, they're not going to do anything about that. Taking listeners behind the scenes, during every interview, I write a description for our podcast yes. feed. And you know yeah. an interview is good when I look at my screen and I have absolutely nothing written. I right. just looked at my screen and it didn't write anything. That, that was a fascinating interview, and he brought so much to the he table. Did. He, he Tremendous. Really did. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Thank you so much, sir. So that'll be uh, up all over the place, the website. We got to put that on Twitter, Station yeah, we'll get Mind. That out there, we'll get that out there. And again, what's it going to take? Is it going to take the suburbs? 
to help rescue Philadelphia. What it's going to take is the Pennsylvania courts to say to Isaiah Thomas and his Philadelphia City Council, no, you can't make your own uh, laws. No, you're going to enforce the vehicle code of the state of Pennsylvania. And what it takes in Harrisburg is to cut off their funding. That's the only thing that works with this dynamic in Philadelphia. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. Give me your reaction to the chief. And we've identified, I'm proud of this, several chiefs across the area who really are tremendously for, uh, doing tremendous, not just for their community, but they're bold enough. You know, it takes guts and it takes, I'm, I want to commend the Marple, whoever the commissioners and others there, because if they don't back this, every chief out there in the suburbs pretty much, they're thinking the same thing. This, this Krasner, I mean, this is, and Philadelphia's attitude. But how many have the backing of the politicians? We know um, Mayor Joe over there in Ben Salem does, and in Abington. If not, they can't tell you what's going on. It's coming to where you are. Marple's not a border. It's six miles away. Why would they go there? Oh, Burlington Coat Factory. What is it with the Burlington Coat Factory, Dan? Why are they telling them to go steal there versus steal at some jewelry thing? You know what I mean? Yeah, go and get me some coats. No, the only thing I could think of, and I thought about this when we were talking about it last time, is stores like Burlington, TJ Maxx, Ross, the the way that they're set up might uh, make it easier for... Because you know how you go in, it's kind of like a smorgasbord of products and and how the registers are set up. Maybe just the the layout of the stores. Maybe it is the layout. But the Burlington Coat Factory Fashion District, it just... All right, so it's 855-839-1210. That's how you get in. Don't forget the side question today, Dan Daniels. One, real or fictional, a big fictional one hasn't been said yet. I'll say it soon. So uh, get on that. Give me your response to the chief. I mean, that is one of the best analyses that I've heard. Very thoughtful, very much on point on all the things that are going on in the suburbs versus uh Philadelphia and how Philadelphia is just not going to stop. I know we have a new mayor. Start well. Kenny's still two months more to sponge off. Two months more of heading over to Wegman's Big Jim. Come on for your legacy. Come in studio here. We'd give you that'd be a three hour, Dan. We we might need four or five hours. If we had Jim Kenny on there, we'd have to tag Rich in in the afternoon. We need five hours to unpack that. Maybe the whole day of Jim Kenny here. Hey, Jim, we'll bring wine from Wegman's. You can drink whatever you want here. Hey, it's Im- like Oz, you know, yeah. drink from Wagner. Yeah, there you go. It's so important to make sure our families have, have the, uh, oh, I forgot. Yeah, I'll tell you about Martin Water here. We got so carried away with the chief, though. It is time right now for Money Melody. Money gone. That's right. Every day, uh, except when we have something that overwhelming, we bring you this. And today, if you win, you'll get a pair of tickets to see a very Philly Christmas at Kimmel Center, Verizon Hall, on December 2nd at 3 p.m., featuring Broadway singers and dancers, local choirs, and the no-name pops in brilliant new arrangements of your favorite holiday songs, plus lots of surprises and some essentially Philly fun. This is a great event. It's in a Christmas spirit. Absolutely. Two big tickets for that, just identifying this. Dan, what's the backstory? Well, because of the prize, Dom, and because of our side question, which I will right. not name again, because uh, if you're an avid listener, I want to give you a little... Uh, a little credit here because it might ruin it. But, Dom, we want to know who the singer is today of this, uh, 
you know, not very popular Christmas song. It's underrated, and I think the rest of the week for Money Melodies, what I might do are somewhat underrated or unheard Christmas songs. But today, Dom, we just want to know the name of the singer or band behind today's Christmas song. Relates to the side question. Take a listen. Well, the creeks froze over and the geese fly high And the storm clouds hanging in the western sky Everybody's got a twinkle in the eye Out on the rule, right? Granny's in your kitchen cooking up a storm Fire in the fireplace cozy and warm It must be Christmas time down south I gotta say, I see why it's unheard, Dan. I'm not exactly... Now you don't like it? There's a hundred I'm just Christmas so sick songs. of hearing the same Bing Crosby crap every well, single year. Over over. Like, he's a great... I love it. It's right. classic, but it's, it's so overplayed. Well, I will be uh, giving my... I, I See, I don't want to do it now because people get upset, and I agree with them. We're doing Christmas. We're not even at Thanksgiving. But at some point, I will give my big list the top ten Christmas songs. Oh, I we love it. always have... Uh, I might do it soon, so... Uh, yeah, Jim asked, when is a Krasnerland Christmas coming? <laughs> if somebody out there wants to do a parody on that, that would work very effectively. I know some people. We could get that cut and have it on the market here in Christmas. <laughs> All right. Uh, Larry Krasner will autograph copies, though, I'm sure. All right. So uh, we're playing for that. We're looking for what, Dan? Uh, the singer or the band behind this one? Singer in the band. It's Dom. Money Melody. Where's all the money gone? Show me the money. All right, great prize again today. Uh, you'll win a pair of tickets to see a very Philly Christmas at the Kimmel Center. I'll give you a couple more details on that. Let's hear the clue. We're looking for the singer or the group. The more I play, the more I hate it. Let's go to uh, Mark. Let's end the misery. Mark in Yardley. Mark, singer or group? What do you have? Charlie Daniels. All right, and I usually would be reverential toward Charlie Daniel, but uh, in this, no. Just yeah. gives me the big, let me write that down. It's one of those songs, like the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, this is interesting. I kind of like it. You right. know, I, I like the Charlie Daniels fiddle in the background and all this, but uh, gosh, the fourth or fifth time listening it through, it's it's unbearable. You're right. It's, I'll it's, wait it's a, a few song. days, but yeah, I got to do the top 10 Christmas songs, big list. We'll uh, do that. So Mark has won a pair of tickets to see a very Philly Christmas at Kimmel Center, Verizon Hall, December 2nd, 3 p.m., featuring Broadway singers and dancers, local choirs, and the no-name pops in brilliant new arrangements of your favorite holiday songs, plus lots of surprises and some essentially Philly fun. We might have that again tomorrow. It's a great uh, prize. And uh, that is almost, that's worse than the cover of... Uh, we always play Taylor Swift. Okay. Now, George Norcross, quite an interesting thing. And uh, George Norcross, of course, the big power broker in South Jersey. I don't think this was a conspiracy, as some out there were pitching but on the eve of the election. He's at the Eagles game. He apparently, in the one thing, what well, we're going to play you, he goes on Newsmax, this Democrat power broker, to tell us, what happened at the Eagles game in his box when he wouldn't take down the America-Israel flag? The Eagles uh, say, look, we're not going to let anything be put up on these things, no matter who you are. That's the rule. He's saying, well, you support Israel, you support the United States. Why then can't I put that up on the outside of the um, 
luxury boxes, they sweep. Uh, here's what he said on Newsmax. What are you saying to this security guard as he comes in and tells you to get rid of the flag? Because it looks like you're pretty upset. Along, uh, along the, um, the box area, there are a variety of boxes leading down to the owner's box. When we presented the flag to uh, both sides of our box, to other fans and officials, which would include Philadelphia Eagle officials, uh, we were applauded right. by them. Uh, so there was no opposition. Apparently now the leadership of the Eagles in the NFL have decided that that flag, an American flag, Israeli flag, is considered obscene under their terms. Well, I'm sorry to say that Americans are not going to support the fact that the United States flag and an Israeli flag is deemed obscene. Yeah, and that's what they're saying. They're, they're citing that that is obscene. How? How could that possibly be obscene? We're seeing the American flag, which we say the national anthem, right, before a game. Right. And, um, of course, America supporting Israel in this. And I want to. we can see this right here, the NFL um, saying it remains unclear why the Eagles NFL believe that the U.S.-Israeli flag should be deemed obscene. We don't understand or it. Or indecent, which in, is, indecent. It, it, that just seems absurd to me, given you make a great point. All right, let, let me stop this nonsense considered. here. I don't care if it's Newsmax or whatever, Dan. Uh, I think the Eagles are more right in this. It's not just obscene or indecent. Uh, they're trying to create something here. Uh, what I think happened here is he showed the flag to people in the box. They're fine with it. They may have applauded. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings. Two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. They don't want anything to be out there. Now, I know there are people out there, Dan, saying, well, what about when the players took a knee? And what about uh, putting Black Lives Matter? Did they put it in some end zones? Did they put it on the side? I know the NBA did it. Here's the point. Now, you may think this is even worse. What they're saying is they need the players, and they'll let the players, or at least they did, I don't know what they would do now, make political statements inside sports. You have to face this. This is the reality of big-time sports. But apparently, they're not going to let fans do it. Dan, isn't that really what happened here? Yeah. 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 So stop it, Newsmax. Do your homework. My God. A little bit more here. And, uh, of course, Mr. Norcross is welcome to come on. Dan's on that. But I don't see the leg to stand on with this. I don't, I don't think they're letting you put other stuff up there on luxury boxes, at least that I've seen. The stuff they allowed, again. They feel they're at the mercy of the players. If the players are organized, they're hard to replace. You just can't replace, you know, if it's one or two uh, people, maybe they would. But if the entire team or 90% of it was with Black Lives Matter and all the nonsense we saw, then they were going to go with it. That's the reality of the world. Football, NFL can pretty much do what they want. Now, 
what would happen? I just saw a story today of how much the NFL's up, if that's possible, in ratings and everything else. It's amazing. Look, we provoke this. We want it. We want NFL football. And, Dan, you want it more than I do. That's why I can speak objectively. I like basketball better. It's <laughs> true. So I, I, you know, if you, uh, I don't have to compromise as much. Now, basketball, though, might even be more compromise, maybe. But NFL is a lot bigger than any, and it's, it's too big to fail. Remember, we used to talk about too big to fail. What else is still too big to fail? Now, a lot of things think they are until they get hit. Bud Light thought they were too big to fail. Biggest beer in America. Look at what happened. I think they're still in shock, right? I got one for you. Go ahead. Disney. Uh, no, Disney's taking a hit. Yeah. They're still fighting a rear guard action here, Disney. You're right. We haven't brought Disney to its knees. You can't pretend that we have. But to your point, they've been hurt. They've been hurt. I mean, they've been hurt financially, their stock, et cetera. Right, like even yeah. diehard Marvel fans are, you know, annoyed with the wokeness. Of they've been thing. hurt. Yeah, they've been hurt by it. To get one of these to completely publicly say, oh, we beg for your forgiveness. I don't even think Bud Light has begged for forgiveness. They sort of danced around it a little bit, and now they're trying to buy off distributors by giving them all kinds of stuff if they'll just put the beer in there. They really miscount. They're the biggest casualty, I'd say, where people took them down, though. Could you take the NFL down? And I go back to my point, Dan, and this is before you were working with me, but you probably heard me say it. I don't think even the NFL and these players were attacking the military, okay? People keep on saying that. Even worse to me, what they were doing, the people that protect us and protecting them at those games, the cops, it was always about the cops and their hatred of the cops, and I still resent it. I still resent every single one of them. Of course, they stepped on the military by interfering with something that is associated with that. So that part's true. But their real hatred, their real intent, and these owners and others that let them get away with it, it wasn't the military. Face the facts, it was the cops. It's always the cops. And we just had an interview today with the chief out there in Marple that just gives you an idea of how they protect us and the stuff that he do. And thank God there are guys like that and Malloy, and McVeigh, and a lot of them that know us that are listening that are doing a great job. They just need the politicians in their area to step up. Could it happen in 2024? To step up and say, as long as you harbor Larry Krasner, we're your adversary. The suburbs are your adversary. If you're not showing us that you're taking on Larry Krasner, Isaiah Thomas, the clown on city council that came up with the driving equity law. If you're not doing that, then we're going to continue to push back. If you don't, you're going to see in the suburbs, the chief said what I said, you can't fence it in. You got to stop it. And the heart of it's Larry Krasner. He's still got some long time left in office. He's still got significant numbers. And they'll tell us tonight if these working families parties win, it will give you another clue about how far left Philadelphia has gone. These are stone-cold socialists, attack the police, defund the police, 
and every other ilk that you can think. But I'm thinking my read on it tomorrow when we get back together, don't be surprised if both of them won. One of them, Kendra Brooks, will win. I'd be surprised if she doesn't. The other guy, I'm not so sure. And he's a reverend, too, on top of it. Wow. All right, I, I guess that church is the anti-cop church. Let's all bow our heads and hate the police. Let's pray over, Let's our, pray hatred. over our hatred of the police and of America and traditional America. Let's tell people somebody's keeping you down. The whole riff, that's what he is, O'Rourke or whatever it is. Police are racist. Yeah, let's pray. That's, yeah, let us pray. All right, 855-839-1210. Let's go to uh, Frank in Pittsburgh on our side question here. All right, Frank, who's your Daniel or Dan or Daniels? Oh, the the song Daniel by Elton John. It fits your producer perfectly. Yeah, all right. All right. Nicely played. Never listened to the lyrics. All right. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, thanks from Pittsburgh, where they got bigger trouble than we do. As far as the people they're putting in, they're more radicalized if possible. I'm going to take Lieutenant Daniels, one of my favorite yes. characters. Yes, he got He's it. in my top three characters from The Wire. Um, I'm not sure who my number one is. Like, I know what, the usual choice. When I think of the cop that I want to take oh, on yes. Larry Krasner here in Philadelphia, yes. it's, it's, it's Cedric Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. Well, he's not just lieutenant. He made it all the way up to before he got bounced. Yes. Knowing him, though, he might end up in bed with the DA. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's uh, true, <laughs> yes. Uh, let's go to our buddy Scott in Mount Laurel out there in the wilderness of South Jersey. Hey, Scott, good afternoon. Hey, Dom. Yeah, I'm out here trying to get people to vote for certain school board members. Uh, and one of them's a write-in candidate who's on the board, but there were some shenanigans and they got her off the ballot and all that. But um, And the, all people say, they ask me, oh, what about, and I say, parental rights, and they're like, ah, I'm voting for her. There you go, That's Scott. You, you know, that is whatever happens in Jersey tonight, the takeaway. What do we have to do, Scott, these national politicians, when I've talked with them in the Republican Party, and tell them you ought to be bringing people in, and I would do it for nothing, to war game parental rights, exactly what to say, how to articulate it, and never give up on it. Because that's where the persuadable voters are. We got ours. They have theirs. But there's a big bunch, 10 to 15 percent of persuadables. And when they hear what you're talking about in Jersey, they're going to say, who do I vote for to stop this? Oh, when you say it, it was like automatic. You don't have to say it. And one, uh, you know, somebody else was there was saying, oh, the, this person's for the kids. And the guy's like, don't give me that crap. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything to me. And I said parental rights. And he was like, boom. And then one guy asked me, he says, are you woke? Because, you know, they don't know who these school board members are. Are you woke? I said, I listen to Dom Giordano's show. I'm not woke. And he knew it right away. <laughs> that meant, and he was in hey, there. Hey, cut that, Dan. There you go. We got I that. love Scott. that. So, Scott, who is it that is for parental rights out there? Um, the writing candidate is Elaine Clancy. You got a writer in on the, this is in Washington Township on the bottom of the ballot in that last right in line. And then, uh, on the normal voting, there's two that I like, which are, uh, Scott LaLiberty and, uh, Tom Balasaro. Those are the two that I think are excellent. You got to vote for three. You can, okay. I think, uh, the third one, I don't really, I don't want to endorse well, anybody on the third we, one. I'm going to vote for somebody, but. You right. Know. We want to know tomorrow. We put that over the top. And Scott, how about those 76 eyes? Isn't it nice to have a team without one of these guys is just dragging down the whole environment, a guy that you can't root for. First it was Simmons, then it was Harden. It's nice that we got out from under that rock. Yeah, and... Uh, and, you know, and 
Uh, Nick Nurse, I got to get on the show. I am thrilled as a basketball guy, and you're still actually coaching with Nick Nurse. Yeah. I got a question yeah, for you, brother. I mean, looking... Go ahead. Sorry, man. I, I'm just curious. You're, you're, you're announcing credits. Uh, Phillies, you, you've done multiple times. Have you ever done the Sixers or the Eagles or anything like that? Uh, no, but it hasn't been offered. I would love to do it. I, I might even do it, you know, in a Merrill Reese impression if I did the Eagles. <laughs> Eagles football third and ten from the ten yard line. You know, just say brought to you by that, PNC but, uh, Bank. Yes, brought to you by PNC Bank. Well, I always go back to Eagles fly for leukemia. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Scott, do you have a Daniel or Dan? Uh, gosh, uh, let's see. I wasn't listening that much because uh, I have to yeah. admit because I was out there doing that stuff. I would say, uh, how about uh, Daniel Boone? There you go. All right, we'll put you down for that one. Daniel Boone is a very Huge. good one. All right, uh, coming up, the uh, lightning round. We love uh, Scott and Mount Laura. I met him several times. He's uh, as good as it gets for uh, the stuff that he does. And uh, 855-839-1210, that's how you get in. Big show tomorrow to post-election. The next Dinesh D'Souza and Liz Create Havy, among others that we're working on. But the Norcross thing is fascinating, Dan, that he brought it in there. I don't doubt that. And maybe some Eagles officials like the flag, but you can't publicly display it. That's the rule, right? I mean, it's a pretty obvious thing. Yeah. I mean, if they let him display that flag, couldn't every luxury box then? Put a flag up there. Uh, I mean, I understand. Their I, point I bet a thousand dollars, though, if if he was putting up a Black Lives Matter flag, there's no way we'd be talking. But they, well, they would be very reluctant. As a test, that's what he ought to do. He rents all the time. He ought to put up a Black Lives Matter flag. And if they take that down in the same way, uh, what's Philadelphia going to say then? It would be interesting to put it mildly. How about if you put up in Philadelphia, the cops suck? Oh yeah, you can't take that down. And just a little thing, the voters, uh, as I view the Eagles fans, Dan, a lot of them are sort of on paper moderate Democrats. I can't believe that they don't see what's going on in Philadelphia and that they're in sync with it. I think it's unions and the Democrats will buy them off. Krasner, Kenny, the whole gang. The time has come for the final test. Uh, We usually call it the lightning round. That's right. Be ready with your all-time Dan Daniels, either first name, last name. Uh, in addition, to, I just saw this stat. It's amazing. In Florida, DeSantis, the most polling, trailing Trump by 39 points. In Florida. Wow. But the kicker is uh, Iowa. That is such a crapshoot. They have too much to say. Those caucuses, that's why Kim Reynolds is doing it. All right, let's go to the Earl of Tacconi here with his Dan of the Day. All right, Earl, what do you have? Uh, Three things today, Dom. Uh, One, you were talking about paper plates. One thing I'm noticing is a lot of Tennessee license plates around the city lately, which is really bizarre. It is. I'll be Um, looking for that. uh, They're blue, by the way. Dark blue. Uh, also, uh, since uh, the last day at Mulligan's, I've been working with Dan on uh, the Don Giordano Christmas special. Oh, um, okay. Yes. And um, uh, I'm taking up your challenge, and I'm uh, already writing a couple of uh, Christmas songs, including this one. Have a Larry Krasner Christmas. It's the best time in the land. You can steal whatever you feel, long as it's under a grand. 
Well done. I love it. That is tough to do. I love it. A Krasner laying Christmas. What a miracle. <laughs> who's playing Larry Krasner? I, he's, he might have to play himself Kevin as a cameo. We know who's playing me. But anyhow, what else, Earl? Uh, and my uh, side question is going to be Steely Dan. <laughs> well played. All right, that's a good one. Uh, Joe and Exton. Joe, who's yours? Uh, yes, hello, Dom. Hi, Joe. My Dan is Daniel Defoe, the author who wrote a story about a young uh, British sailor who becomes stranded on an island, and he resigns himself to growing old until he's finally rescued by a British naval vessel. All right. Classic. Yeah, boy. You talk about the touch of elevation with right. Joe. The author of Robinson Crusoe, Daniel Defoe. Yes, he, he takes the ascot off to give us a call. Maybe he leaves the top hat on. Now, Bruce in the Northeast, though, has got a different vein here. All right, he's going with the hometown. Who's yours, Bruce? Hey, Don, you know, an honorary mention would be Mr. Potato Head, Dan Quayle. But mine would be, I would say, would let's go to the hop with uh, Danny and the Juniors. That's a Geeter favorite, by the way. Oh, well, oh, yeah. I understand why. Danny and the Juniors is all time. All right, we're flat out of time here. At least um, I'm a little bit, uh, my uh, one clock is, and it's like half coming on here. <laughs> we got about a see. minute. By tomorrow, it might be there. All right, so give me some contenders. Uh, yeah, I thought Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, yeah. the of actors, the best actor right. that was said. Uh, historical answers, Daniel Boone. Uh, song answers, Daniel by Elton John or Steely Dan. Right. Uh, elevated answers, Daniel Defoe. I'm leaning towards Daniel Boone as being the most impactful. Okay, I Daniel. can go with uh, Daniel Boone. Yeah, Daniel Boone is a big, big figure. So let's uh, put Daniel Boone in the hat. Now, tomorrow, we'll have fingers crossed, uh, big coverage on what's happening, what happens uh, tonight when we see the final count, where are we out there in the suburbs, uh, et cetera, and the big Supreme Court race. I'm I'm not going to say if you haven't voted, but you know that. So come on. All right. Follow me on Twitter, though, because as I start to see it, I'll be tweeting and hopefully engaging with you. Great stuff today. Loved it. Love that police chief, too, out in Marple. We'll have him back. Richie always next for four big hours here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Let's go to the Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3 from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 